I'm very anxious. So sometimes when I receive a lot of weird comments, I'm like, okay, maybe the easiest way for me is to stop everything and not be seen. It took me a few years to detach who I am and what I look like. To criticize something you only can hear requires more effort. If you can see someone, it will be so easy to say something and make a comment. That's also reality of being a creator. Most of the feedback, you don't receive it. I think when you start, you start also for yourself. And even if you tell yourself, oh no, but I want to bring value to people. I want to change the world or do something that no one has done before because people deserve that. It's first for yourself. And I think as long as you don't know it or you don't consider it, there is a blind spot. You, you mentioned that you you started co creating content to understand yourself. Yeah. How far has that come until now? I think pretty well. Like, uh, while still being very humble because all I know is I don't know anything. <laughs> so I think I've learned many things in the process, but I still know that I have so much more to know and understand about me and about others. And I think that's probably one of my mission, you know, is to keep walking to this journey of, okay, um, I, I don't know. Sometimes I think I know, sometimes I think I understood, but actually life continues and, you know, events. And sometimes you realize, oh, okay, I didn't know that about me. Or you react in a certain, you react in a certain way and then you realize, okay, I think I was better than that. So I'm not trying to judge myself, maybe like I did in the past, but I'm trying to be more curious about me, about my environment, about the people I meet. And uh, all of that is part of, uh, uh, you know, my uh, exploration and, yeah, experiments in general. I experiment humans. <laughs> and yourself. <I laughs> and <guess>. myself. <laughs> but humans, that's why I called it introspection because I spend so much time in my head and I still do. And I believe that obviously I have a lot of answers myself, you know, about the things I should do, why I think what I think and all of that. But I also believe in human connections and human connections help me a lot also understand things about me because other people are also a mirror of yourself and everything that they do sometimes can piss you off or can annoy you and it says something about yourself so that's why I enjoy it because I find it interesting and exciting I'm like okay I have something new to understand about me when something like that um, happen mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how does how does uh, outro inspection inspection you're doing I'm doing both okay. Mm. okay what is the difference to you for me, introspection is obviously required, you know, in every, everyone's life. You need some time to spend, you know, time with yourself and to be lonely to understand things because otherwise you never know who you are, what you like, why, uh, what you prefer in general in life. But introspection is a great way of developing empathy, compassion, compassion. Yeah, compassion because you spend time with people you listen to them and you realize that what they are going through is maybe similar to what you're going through. But sometimes you don't have the, the answer or the, uh, 
the process of, okay, how am I going to fix this? So you listen to people and you're like, okay, interesting. It reminds me something I'm actually going through. And that's the goal of introspection is also to understand others, to not be judgmental, to be more curious and to ask more questions. Because I believe people are waiting or expecting to receive a lot of answers from everyone else, but they don't really consider sometimes asking the right questions. And I think it's, for me now, it became a very intellectual exercise of doing introspection. Is like, okay, I'm going to question myself, but I'm also going to question others to see what we come up with. That's the goal of what I'm doing with uh, my Twitch channel, for example. So, so, so one of, that was one of the questions that I have. I have. How, how, how is your process of, of discovering yourself on the podcast, podcast and, and the Twitch channel? I think podcast was a very intimistic format because when I was not with a guest, it was all about me creating stuff, but I needed to think through, you know, everything I would say in the podcast, trying to understand and also to find lessons I could share with people. And with Twitch, because in Twitch, it's so interactive, you have a lot of conversation with people in the chat and it's just live. So obviously someone's going to say something and then you're going to react to it. So it's not like a TED conference. You speak with people, they reply, and then it's very interactive. And I believe I found a different way of treating or um, bringing up subject because I it's not about me, as I was saying to you before. It's about what do you guys think about that? Because I believe that in our society, we don't really have great debates. Most of the time, it's all about showing strength and being um, the loudest, you know, of the of the crowd. And I believe that real debates are born when you leave the occasion to people to express themselves, when you don't cut them, and when you also oblige them to define you know, the things. And I think that's one of the exercise we do on Twitch that I didn't do with my podcast because I oblige people to define things. What does it mean for you? And we realize that obviously sometimes debate cannot work because people don't even talk about the same things. They don't even define things the same way. So that's what we're trying to do. I, I say all the time, we're not going to be... Agree to disagree, basically. Yeah, and I don't mind if you agree with me. Actually, that's not the goal of what I'm doing. The goal is for us to come and have this chit chat, which sounds, you know, very basic, but at the same time, it makes them think and it makes me think. So that's why I like it so much. Mm-hmm. And so t- tell me a little bit about the format of which, and also for people, for people like for aspiring creators listening to this and just necessarily know that they know the form of yeah. Twitch, what is it that you do on Twitch and how is it different from podcasting? Okay, it's a very, very challenging exercise because Twitch is basically a platform where you will find live streams. So it's 100% almost, I think, because sometimes you can have replays, but everyone you see is online, they are live. So it's it can be challenging because you, you, know, you cannot cheat. You cannot say, uh, okay, I'll do it again. You're live. So all the problems that can happen when you're live, you need to be able to handle them, but also to accept the fact that people will see your mistakes mm-hmm. or your technical problems. So it was very, very challenging for me because I was, I'm not going to say a control, control freak, but something. Semi. <laughs> Semi-control freak. <laughs> that's, what, that's exactly what control freak says. I'm not a control freak, but I, I, I used to be. I'm going to be honest. I was very perfectionist. Mm-hmm. I'm trying 
I'm trying to accept that it won't be perfect. That's the hardest part for me. But when I started live stream, I just wanted to adapt the same way I was doing with podcasts with live stream. Like, okay, I'm going to do everything perfectly and everything's going to, you know, uh, flow like uh, normal. But no, it doesn't happen, unfortunately. So that's the difference. You need to be okay with the the unknown and a lot of things are unpredictable because sometimes you have people listening to you and they are super nice in the chat but sometimes you have a bunch of trolls that are criticizing you making comments about what you look like um, as a woman uh, especially and you need to be okay with that you need to be able to handle that and to manage it in a way that don't make you feel uh, miserable because everyone sees you so if you're disappointed, if you're angry, people will see it because they're just in front of their screen or on the phone. And then they will be like, oh, she's not nice. She, she seems angry because people just made a joke. But that's the thing with live streams. You need to be okay with everything that could happen. It doesn't mean people should arrest you or um, anything like that. But that's also the reality of being live when everyone can see you. Mm-hmm. But for the formats, usually I stream what it's called just chatting. So it's a, a, a branch of s- types of live stream, if you will. Twitch is mainly known for video games. But when I arrived on the platform, it was not, it was not anymore only about video games. You had people doing IRL live streams. You know, they were tech people with them on their phone, show them what they were doing. You would have people playing music. So it was more diverse. Yeah. And I arrived and I was like, I don't think I have a talent to showcase. So what I like is to discuss with people. I think I can be good at this. But I also knew that I have tons of things to talk about, considering what I was doing with the podcast. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to sit down. Initially, I had a a battery that lasts two hours. So I knew my live stream could not (laughs) last longer than that. So I was just talking for two hours. And I would pick up a subject, you know, a topic. Uh, like um, I would talk about introversion, extraversion, explain the difference, like almost like a, a class, you know, but I would be ready to also stop myself if necessary, if someone was asking me a question, because that's also the reality with Twitch. When you start, no one's there. No one is waiting for you. So you have viewers that are coming and, and going, and if they're not interested, they just leave your your live stream. So you have to... Put yourself in a way that people want to stay, you know, mm. because of the content you actually um, sharing with the, with them, or because of what you're doing. But that's also the hardest part. Is sometimes you can do live streams and you just have one viewer. It's it's possible. Mm. So um, it should not it should not be about oh I'm gonna make a lot of viewers because if you start Twitch you will realize that's hard. Even if you're great. So it's also a game of pursuing, pursuing, trying and, and being attentive of what can be interesting for people, what can hook them. And because it was all about me, you know, I decided to go with a full camera. So it was, uh, it was me. Uh, and I think some people started to like it because it was not very developed on Twitch. You had, as I said, a lot of entertainment, but not so much or uh, serious or information uh, on Twitch. And how did you feel on that first day where you decided to go on Twitch and you were live? It's funny because before I started, for me, I discovered Twitch in 2019, but I only 
create an account um, in 2020, no, 21, I think. So two years later. And for me, it was so obvious. I was like, okay, I'm going to do live stream now. And I had no idea. You know, I didn't know Twitch very well. I knew the name, but I've never gone on Twitch. And it's a different world. They have their codes, they have their words. And I was not part of it, but I didn't want to be like a boomer of, no, it's Twitch. I'm too old for that. Okay, I was like, I'm going to learn it. So when I started, I was a bit naive. I'm not going to lie, you know, and I was excited because it was as exciting as starting my own podcast. So I have no idea what was the dark side of it or what could be wrong. So I was stressed, a bit shy, not so, you know, easygoing live, but I was a bit naive. That's uh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. and, and how did you feel about the first bully? bully? The first? first? Bully. Oh, um, and how did you handle that or how do you handle it now? I think that will, will be, be valuable for people that are afraid of starting anything because of the bullies. Yeah, I, um, I made even a podcast episode about that. You know, I, I talked about the fear of being visible because mm. I think somehow and if you start a podcast or if you're a creator, there's a part of you that want to be seen or visible. And that's also because we have this ego, you know, that makes us think that we deserve to be seen. We deserve to be, you know. That's as humans, <laughs> we, we want, we want. Of course. And, and I think I was always a bit scared to start because I liked podcasts because it was only about audio initially. No one would see my face. No one would make comments on me, uh, on how I look and, you know, what they don't like about me. So I was so happy because to criticize something you only can hear it requires more effort. If you can see someone, it would be so easy to say something and make a comment. So I was a bit scared to start because I was like, okay, I'm going to give them the opportunity to say something about me, about how I look. And I think it took me a few years to detach who I am, you know, the person and what I look like. Because mm. I think maybe in the past, I also attach a lot of uh, importance in my looks, in being always put together. And I was very obsessed with that because I was like, oh, if I'm, if I don't look okay, then I'm, you know, it's terrible. It just uh, plays with my confidence and all of that. And um, of course, when someone made a comment the first time, I was like, okay, not nice. But I was like, yeah, it's internet. So, you know, let's not take it too seriously. But I think as I spend more time on Twitch, I also understood that I needed also to put um, not a cover, but uh, almost like a layer of who I am, you know, Anissa and Anissa of Outrospection, which is for me the same person. But when they're making comments, they don't know me. They don't know me. They just, and even about how I look, what you see is not even like a person of who I am. The most part of myself, you cannot see it. I cannot even see it. So I believe that also that, that awareness of who I am helped me a lot because I didn't start too early. I knew I, I was in that self-reflection journey, self-awareness journey. So I think it helped also because otherwise, you know, you would be destroyed all the time. Every single stream I have, I receive comments. You know, so I needed also to understand, okay, yeah, it's not me. It's, they can, they can make comments, they can criticize, they can say I'm this or that. I know who I am and that's the most important part. Is that the lesson that you need, that you learn? Yeah, yeah, because 
And it, it would have been a shame if I would not have started because I wanted to be seen, in fact. I wanted to be visible, but I was also scared to be visible because I knew I would get comments. And this is what happened. I got comments and I still do. But at the same time, I also had so much more. I had uh, people, I created a community, which I didn't have before when I was, you know, hiding uh, behind my mic. So um, it's also something that it, it's like everything in this world, like polarity rules, you know, you, you have this, but you also have sometimes the bad of this, but it's just, um, you need to have a, a bit of a balance to feel okay with that. That's why I don't receive only hate comments or only comments to criticize. I also have great comments uh, and it's a mixture of them that makes me feel like I should continue. Mm. So the so good outweighs the yeah, bad. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And you know, because now I'm also conscious that we remember usually the worst and this affects us more. I think I'm trying also to be attentive to that when I know that, okay, I'm starting to, you know, think too much about something that someone said. I'm like, okay, you're actually going to that bias of everything is negative, you should stop. But it happens. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm very anxious. So sometimes when I receive a lot of with comments or stuff like that i'm like okay maybe the easiest way for me is not to stop everything and not be seen because i don't want people to see me that much i don't want people to know me that much it's it's frightening sometimes because that's that very strange game of i want to be seen but i don't want to be too seen so, but i don't want to be fake so i want you to to see me for who i am and it's it's very very challenging to find the right balance between uh, being known um for who you are who you truly are and not showing too much you know so i'm still in the process of that and i'm learning it day by day for sure if you had to give to give of advice to advice to that are far of showing them showing them signs online that be who maybe to go step by step because uh, this is what i did you know i needed maybe to start slowly to feel more comfortable, you know, because it's already very um, overwhelming, you know, to create your own things, to receive comments, good, or maybe not to receive anything from people, mm -hmm. because that's also a reality of being a creator. It's most of the feedback, you don't receive it. And even the good one, sometimes you receive comments or receive um, DMs, but a lot of the majority is silent. So it's also something you, you have to be okay with before you can show your face or um, do more things where you're exposed. And I am, I mean, it depends on people. Some people want to start big and be visible and do as much as Viral. possible. Yeah. But some others, because they don't want to do it, sometimes can feel like, oh, no, I'm not that type of creators. Maybe I shouldn't start my thing. And I believe there's place and space for people also who are more uh, reserved and wants to get you know, confident before they show their face and show everything they're doing and who they are to the world. Mm -hmm. Some people, they are a bit stressed to talk about themselves, you know, to talk about very deep things because it requires a lot of, I don't know, um, uh, obviously self-awareness, but also some distance, you know. And when you're going through things, sometimes it's hard to, to explain and to put words um, in a specific situation. So I believe that you can do it step by step and mm -hmm. still enjoying the process. Mm -hmm. um, I know that as a that as a quite lonely journey. Yeah. 
whereas this, well, twig, well, twig be quite lonely, lonely, and so, so overwhelming with different different. Which journey do you, would you, would, well, which journey do you prefer? I think that, I think that's actually simple. Oh, that's so hard to oh, really? answer that. Yeah, because I, I like both. Both taught me so much. Like being alone, like doing a podcast by myself was fantastic for me. I was in a position where I learned a lot of things, you know, mm. how to make a podcast, how to edit a podcast, um, what is a good episode to me, how to prepare with guests. And it's something I, I mean, I was in... A, a stage in my life where I didn't have a lot of projects, you know, I was working full time, was going to the gym and I was still feeling, I, I just felt like I was, I needed my own thing. Mm. That was it. And when I started this podcast, that was it. You know, I was like, I enjoyed it so much and I think I can be good at it because I like it so much. And yes, sometimes it took me way more time than I expected you know um, I spend my weekends doing it I spend my free time doing it and still you know I didn't have a lot of listenings I didn't have um, the popularity or hundreds of people asking me every day when is your next episode and all of that but I still enjoyed it I had sometimes problems technical problems I realized when I recorded that there was a problem with the mic you know this was very a lonely thing, as you said, because you're like, okay, nice. I'm going to have to fix it. And at the same time, Twitch was and is still very, very unique because it's me trying to, you know, it's a new me, I would say, because with the podcast, it was me being very perfectionist, trying to cut every um, hesitation, have every problem I had. And Twitch forced me to be more uh, genuine and to accept my flaws, the imperfections, the fact that sometimes I have a good concept, but for some reason there is a technical problem and everyone is sending me message. We cannot hear you. There's an internet problem, connection. And I'm like, fuck but what can I do I don't know you know and I need to find a solution myself so it can be also lonely but I like both I, it's very hard for me to say which one I, I, I enjoyed and I still enjoyed both okay I thought you were you were going to choose uh Twitch because you had had you ended your journey with journey with Saint yeah Kansas. but still I believe that this one was great a lot of things I learned about sound and also the reason why I was so confident to launch my own Twitch channel is because I was like, okay, podcast, I didn't know how to make a podcast before. And at the end, I made a podcast. So it helped me gain confidence too in a way that, okay, I'm going to go on Twitch. I don't know nothing about Twitch, but yeah, I will go. <laughs> and how, how different is the, the process of doing a solo app, solo app versus being live on Twitch because I've, because what did what did you ever script ever script solo episodes? Yeah. Okay. I did. So do you find <laughs> it less time consuming or how how do you feel about that that process or on one side or on the other? I'm I'm very curious because I've never done Twitch. I only know once know the story, right? Story mm-hmm. on one side of the production. And um I I but like I've scripted solo episodes before and it can be quite a long journey yeah. to, to, to do so it is yeah for sure i i usually when i was doing solo episode it took me one day one day and a half 
because I was uh, for writing or the whole yeah, the complete the depend okay <laughs> sometimes um, sometimes it was one day everything in I could write type and um, record everything but sometimes I needed almost a day to script the episode and then um, half a day to record and maybe sometimes also to edit the episode it depended. It was never the same, but for me, it's very different. It's a um, solo episode, and that's also part of the reason why I, I stopped the podcast. It's very time-consuming. And for me, I never wanted to have something that was just, mm, you know, not so good, but I'm just going to release it. I just, every time I was trying to reach the bar higher and higher, like, okay, what's next? What I'm going to talk about next? And as I was going deeper about me, my feelings, I was like, whoo, now it needs more structure because I want, I don't want to lose people in my stories and I want them to have a clear idea of, okay, what are the takeaways of this solo episode? Because it's about me. On Twitch, it's usually never about me. It's about one problematic, you know, question that I raise, you know, last time, last live was, um, should you do like everyone else? Because we promote innovation. We sometimes diminish uh, imitation, like, oh, you should not like, you should, you should not be like the sheep, you know, you should do your own things, be original. But I talked about the good things about imitating others and being like others. You know, that's the type of questions I ask during my live stream. So it's a different exercise, I would say. Mm -hmm. what, what answer to the answer <laughs> I would say that there's no uh, there's not a proper answer or one single answer it's um it was a mixture of at the end it doesn't matter if you imitate people if you like the others if you buy a house if you if you're married if you have kids as long as it makes you happy and as long as you're conscious that you're doing intentionally and you're not doing it because you never ask yourself why you're doing it, you know? And same with being original. You don't you don't have to be the next original guy. You don't have to 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 do it. But if it if it makes sense to you, if it's something you really true you really think is true to yourself, you should do you should do it. You should innovate. But I also believe that it's a matter of knowing who you are, your values. And that's why to me my questions during the live streams are never yes or no. It's always like, and I, that's what I like actually, is all between, all in between that is exciting for me. Mm -hmm. that, also, that opens up your perspective around things Absolutely. Around. you didn't even think about. Think about yeah. And sometimes, as I said to you, we disagree. I'm like, I don't know why you say that. And all, but I'm glad you say it because it makes me think and I have to react to what you say. So I need to analyze it and I need to ask you better questions so I can understand better why you think what you think. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that. one of the things that that read, or I think it was an article that actually actually passed away uh, this year or last year, and he's and he's as long as you change something by three percent, it's not imitating anymore. You're creating yeah. your own art. <laughs> it's three percent, and I think what he did as an artist was uh, he was drawing, you know, like the Nike, the the Jordans, yeah. and he was drawing them, and he basically just put color on top of them. And he made it him like his style from an original concept that made well that was an original concept and then he created his own art yeah. doing that. 
Well, so on one I side. agree. I agree. And first, I want to say that imitating is part of how we learn as human. We imitate our parents. We we listen to others, and this is how we also develop ourselves. So that's why I don't want to be condescending regarding imitating. But at the same time, as you said, in imitation, sometimes it's part of creation because obviously, since you're different, you will do something a bit different too. Mm-hmm. But for content creators too, you know, they, even for myself, I don't think I invent anything I'm saying. Everything I'm saying is, you know, condensed version of my readings, the videos I consume, the podcasts I listen to. So it's just, you know, I'm always very surprised when people say, oh, I have find the the perfect, the miracle this or the perfect solution or whatever, because I believe that we're not inventing anything we're saying. It's just... um and it's it's good that we have people that can sometimes explain things differently because it's a different time, we have different codes, so it's great. But um I don't believe in pure originality, you know. Okay. I think it's there's um you think everything has been said already, already. Yes, but in different ways. So it's good to have people that make make things more modern now with their own style, with their own words. And um you know, when I was at school, I, le- I I read a lot of books because I had a more like a, a language background. You know, I had to learn a lot of things like that, philosophy, all of that. Never enjoyed it. Never. I had I was I had skills, so I could have good marks, but never really enjoyed all these readings. It felt like really homework. And now I'm going back to them. You know, sometimes when I'm creating a topic for Twitch, I am backing up, you know, the live stream with some sources and I realize that they are the same things I read uh, 15 years ago. It's just a full circle again. But now it makes sense to me. I don't see it as a homework. I see it as part of things that can support what I'm saying, things that exist uh, since ages and I like it. And also... You know, it's like, even with self-development, I'm a big consumer, you know, of uh, self-development books. I also follow creators in that field. But sometimes you have the feeling that, oh, I'm going to help you. I'm going to, almost like I'm going to save you. And you know how you feel when you're down, when you're having a hard time going through hard things. Sometimes you you want to believe that someone's going to save you. This book, this content creator, this podcast, this, I don't know, this movie, whatever. And I just want people to to know that I am not that person. You know, they can consume my content, they can come and go when they feel like it. But at the end of the day, no one's going to save them except them. You know, I'm just part of the history or I'm just uh, there planting seeds. But I also need to work on myself and save myself. That's what I'm trying to teach them. It's just that you know, the the work I'm doing is not a work of uh, me teaching you. It's me being the student like you, trying to explore, to experiment life, to make mistakes, to try new things. And by doing it, maybe I hope I will inspire you to do your own thing mm-hmm. and to, to do that. But I just want people to... To not have expectations like that, like, oh, because she talks about philosophy, she's probably very wise, you know, she knows things about life. You can tell that she asks herself questions, she reflects a lot. Yeah, I do, but I don't consider myself superior, you know. For me, I don't believe in, oh, there are people who work on them on themselves and the others. No, we are all at different stage in our lives. Sometimes it makes sense for us to 
specifically work on certain things, but it doesn't have to be the case. You don't have to read hundreds of books, you know, to understand things and and you don't have to be technical, you know. If you don't understand philosophy, if you don't know the different philosophs or uh, it's okay. Doesn't make you less uh, interesting to me, at mm. least. I've I've read I've read a thing uh, a few days ago which is which self-help books or any books books now right now. Um but mostly self-help books are uh, the modern day uh, way of procrastinating on taking responsibility <laughs> of your life. So <laughs> Do you agree? Yeah. Uh, now I agree to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. On my side, what I've did last year, I read like nearly thirty to forty books. Oh, yeah. So I was really, like trying to take on as much knowledge as possible. Yeah. This year, I didn't read one complete book. Book I have listened to five. Okay. And I have six scheduled for the year. No more. Okay. Which came in this year, this this month. And the reason why is I believe that you can learn more if you read a book twice than reading. Yeah. In it doesn't help you reading like 30 books in a year and then and then not taking action on those different things the approach that i take on now is really like uh what is that what i need for myself what is it that i need for my business i'm going to read it i'm going to apply it and once i've done all those different things in that book i've tried them out then i go yeah. to the next one and um that allows me to also have more time for action in the personal life and Absolutely. in the action so that that's that's how i feel about it yeah I uh, completely understand that. And that's why, you know, we were saying before we start the podcast that I was a bit apprehensive of people telling their followers, I want to inspire you. I want to do this and that. But I also believe that a lot of people are great at mental masturbation, saying the things they should do or telling others what to do and not, and not being the ones who do it in their real life. I am a bit scared of that, you know, that... Um, complex of, okay, uh, I am now very uh, mature, I'm going to tell others. I, I believe that, as you said, you need to save some time to also put things in action and try things. And that's why I was saying experiment, you know, for me, that's life. People sometimes ask me, oh, why do you think we are here? And, you know, like the goal of life. And I said, I don't know. I think we're here to, to live our lives, to experiment, to make mistakes to sometimes be unhappy, to go through hard things. And I think maybe one of the things that makes people miserable is because they think they should be happy all the time. And that's the goal of life, to be happy 100% of time. I don't believe in that, for example. And I think, yeah, my goal right now is to be a human. So I need to experiment things and sometimes to be disappointed, to... Um, to be sad because I trusted someone and the person betrayed me. You know, these type of things that we're trying to avoid at all costs. I think that's probably one of our mistakes is how can I avoid the pain? But the pain is part of it. So I enjoy the pain. Even when I leave the pain, I don't. But I still believe it's supposed to be there because, or at least for a reason. Mm -hmm. So... Um, that's why I'm trying to explain also through my content. You know, I'm not the saver. I'm not here to teach you something. Um, I'm just trying to show to people they already have everything within mm -hmm. themselves. I'm not trying to inspire you. If I do, that's fantastic. But that's not the reason why I do it. That's the purpose. Yeah, at least I'm trying to inspire myself, you know, to, to be happy with who I am, what I do. And, you know, when I started the podcast, 
I was thinking initially, oh, I cannot meet inspiring people in Luxembourg because I only knew the people I was working with, you know, who were like pretty, uh, you know, full-time job, security, all of that. But I, when I started to look for people like that, I found them. But before I could find them, I was like, okay, then I'm going to be this person for myself. If I cannot find friends like that or inspiring people or mentors, I'm going to try to be that person for me. And I think what you're looking for in others, you should, in, you know, just... Try to be this person for yourself first before trying to, you know, at least complaining about, oh, I don't have enough of this person in my life, blah, blah, blah. It's also excuses sometimes we... <laughs> Don't, yeah, we don't we go on that journey because we don't because the right the right and yeah in our lives yeah right. I, I i don't have the resources i don't know anyone i don't know blah 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 and i i also said those things before mm -hmm. how okay i have two questions another again so the first one is how much of a selfish journey is is you know, career I think uh, it's a full selfish journey. And then... Completely selfish. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, but Everyone who's listening, this is for us, not for you. Exactly. No, but it ends up being collective. Mm. But it should not be... I, I think when you start, you, you start also for yourself. And even if you tell yourself, oh, no, but I want to bring value to people. I want to change, you know, the world or do something that no one has done before because people deserve that. It's first for yourself. And I think as long as you don't know it or you don't consider it, and there is a blind spot because I don't think you can be fully happy with what you create if you don't consider you create it for yourself first. And it doesn't mean it's not going to be great or you're not going to be generous with your listeners or to your followers, but it's just that that's also the, the engine, you know, first. It's okay, I need that kick, I need that... Thing that gets me going and then you know maybe a lot of people are joining and then you realize okay I am gonna consider their opinion too and maybe try to do something to make them happy or proud or whatever but it all comes back to yourself first to me that's why for me the creative um, or content creator journey is a very selfish journey mm -hmm. what is what is that you have that you're in order to in order to make it this I believe what I'm gonna say is very cliche but Well, if it if it means not a lot, not enough people people taking it into action. For me, it's get to know yourself first. It's very very basic, but you know, if you create something, and as I I did and I'm doing right now, it doesn't matter how how many achievements I have, what I created, how many projects I have in my life, if I don't spend the time to understand myself. I cannot understand, you know, what I'm doing with my projects because people think projects are sometimes like very easy and, and very linear, but a project curve is like, it's very bumpy. You know, you sometimes self-doubt, you are not sure about what you're doing. You do something and no one reacts to it, so you don't know what to do next. And I think that's why you also, you need to understand yourself and, and get to know yourself first because it's like, okay, when it doesn't work, Why am I always panicking or why am I always so negative? Because we tend to think that it's always going to be okay, but it's not. And that's the thing is how do I handle the period where it's not? And I believe that's one lesson I had to learn. It's, um, it's yeah, okay, at the end, it, it all comes back to you. Why does it bother you? 
why um, you, you're so sad because this person didn't reply or, you know, all of that is part of me at the end. So yeah. it's always worked for me. It's like self-awareness journey. Yeah. Journey. yeah. I think I, I think I have this question. Ooh. <laughs> last question. Let's go question. for it. So the last question is, is if you had to leave the audience with one piece of a piece of advice, so they can either start their journey or become a creator. What would that piece of advice be? If it's not already been answered by the previous question. <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to see if I have something extra to say. Obviously, a lot of people will tell you do it, you know, because um, done is uh, better than perfect or perfect in your mind. Obviously, action is uh, way more important than reflection. You know, I um, spend a lot of time thinking about things in my head, but I'm never as happy as when I do the job, even if it's not done perfectly. And um, to me is... Uh, that, that. Yeah, yeah. How you said it, it's like it's like you think about it in your head, but you're never as happy as we as we do the job. For sure, I complete. I complete to that. But some people, I think, are happier in their head, you know, because it's like fantasy. Fantasy, you have full control on your fantasy. Mm. It's like I know how it's gonna end. I know I'm gonna be, you know, the the master of the story. But in real life, it's different because you realize sometimes I'm limited or I don't know this or I don't know how to do that. But still, I believe I'm happier when I do the things, even if they are not as perfect as in my head, because this is real. This is something you can share to the world. This is creation. People can see, give their feedback on what you have in your head. No one can see it. And that's sometimes a problem because in your head, maybe you're very cool. Maybe you're very intelligent. No one knows. So until you do the actual job and um, the real difficult job um, doesn't have any value. Yeah, that's that reality. reality yeah, very simple, but I think it's true. And, um, and yeah, like me, it's sometimes difficult because you have to accept the excuse of perfectionist, you know, of saying, yeah, but I don't do it if it's not perfect pure procrastination excuse you know and also f maybe fear of um of failure it's easier to say you're perfectionist than to accept failure so yeah go back to you <laughs> to understand i think that's the key yeah i love that well i i say thank you very much very much for insights i think that i think that of clear of can benefit from the perspective of a podcaster and also <laughs> A Twitch Twitch streamer. So thank you very much for coming. Thank you over. for having me. You're welcome. And that's a wrap. <laughs>